Podcast. Episode 42. CMFL. Cambodian Midget Fight League. The Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 42. CMFL. Cambodian Midget Fight League. So uh, something massive happened last week. We got a sponsor come on board, and um, they came on board bef- after the last podcast. So the stuff has just arrived here today, and it's amazingly packed. It looks great, and that's how fast they ship it. Less than a week, it's already here. So our sponsor is Manscape.com. So, support for the Hayden Brown podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code HPB at manscaped.com. So there's around 16 million balls that they are cleaning <laughs> in the world, manscaped.com. Now for me, one day, one day when I... Um, for my missus' birthday one time, I shaved my pu- uh, dyed my pubes blonde, and um, I did it as like a birthday present, you know, like happy birthday. And so I kind of wanted to surprise her. Um, I was laying in the bed and stuff. She came on. I was like, "Happy birthday!" You know, I did this for you. I, I dyed my pubes blonde. She wasn't as um, she wasn't as happy as I thought she'd be, you know. She was kind of like, why'd you do that? And it's like, happy birthday, babe, you know. This is my present. Now, if I if I had shaved all the bottles in first and just left the pubes long on top, making it kind of look like a little rock star, you know, like a, a blonde Axl Rose or like a Sebastian back, I think she would have been way more impressed, but... um. I didn't have the manscaping stuff back then and the balls were pretty hairy, let's just say that. So uh, that's maybe why she wasn't that impressed. Um, so with the Manscaped package, I've got, I've got it today. It's come, it's amazingly, you won't believe it when you come, I'm so stoked. Uh, the performance package 4.0. Inside this package you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and Travel Bag. So you get all that with the with the performance package. So first off, the Lawn Mower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say it, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. Because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. 
You thought that was good, but you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this fellas, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even throw in two free gifts for their Performance 4.0. The Manscaped boxes and the Shed Travel Bag bring you comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code HPB. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HPB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code HPB. So this was actually on a BBC webpage. And let me just bring that up here. So it's Lion Mutilates 42 Midgets in Cambodian Ring Fight. That's the that's the headline of the news story. I'm just waiting for my fucking page to load. Spectators cheered as entire Cambodian Midget Fight League squared off against African Lion. Tickets had been sold out three weeks before the match, or before the much-anticipated fight, which took place in the city of Kampong Shang in Cambodia. Kampong Shang, I didn't get to go there. Fuck, I missed, <laughs> missed out. Uh, the fight was slated. The fight was slated when an angry fan contested Yang Shimano, president of the CMFL claiming that one lion could defeat his entire league of 42 fighters so the Cambodian Midget Fight League they've got a kind of like the UFC means ultimate fighting championship the Cambodian Midget Fighting League is called the CMFL Shihamoni takes great pride in the league he helped create as was conveyed in his recent advertising campaign for the CMFL that stated his midgets will take on anything man, beast, or machine. Right. Why isn't it fucking loading? Uh, am I. No, I must be connected to the internet. Yeah, I am. Reload, you can't. Hold on. I'll have to pause it and come back. Alright, so Shihamoni takes great pride in the league he helped create as he was conveyed in his recent advertising campaign for the CMFL that said his midget will take on anything man-beast or machine. This campaign is believed to be what sparked the undisclosed fan to challenge the entire league to fight a lion, a challenge that Shihamoni readily accepted. So they got the entire league involved in this. An African lion, which says its name here, doesn't say what country, it just says African lion. It says Panthera Leo, which I think is a pretty cool name for a lion. Panthera Leo was shipped to Century located 
Kampong Chiang, especially for the event, which took place last Saturday, April 30th, 2005, in the city's Colosseum. So it's, it's 2005. The Cambodian government allowed the fight to take place under the condition that they receive a 50% commission on each ticket sold and that no cameras would be allowed in the arena. See, that's pretty good of them, saying, yeah, you can come and watch it, but you're not allowed to film. Um, the fight was called in only 12 minutes after 28 fighters were declared dead while the other 14 suffered severe injuries, including broken bones and lost limbs, rendering them unable to fight back. Shihamoni was quoted... <laughs> Shihamoni was quoted before the fight started, saying that he felt since his fighters outnumbered the line 42 to 1 that they could outwit and outmuscle. Unfortunately, he was wrong. And that, that's the whole article. And then um, there's a few fucking, uh, there's a few comments on this article. First guy's like, what the fuck, Cambodia? No cameras allowed? Why can't North America have anything so awesome? <laughs> that would be funny on South Park, but holy shit, that's pretty sad. Huh? I was half expecting to get Rickrolled. The title seemed too good to be true. I can't believe 42 Cambodian midget fighters couldn't take down one lion. I guess lions are more badass, more badass than I thought. Yeah, because if, if someone said to you, 42 Cambodian midget fighters from the CMFL, the Cambodian Midget Fight League, so obviously they know how to fight, so you think, oh, 42 of them against one line. Yeah, I'll take the Cambodians. I don't know what the odds were. Oh, OMG, this is so messed up. I mean, the poor lion was probably so confused the whole time he was thinking, is it just me or did the human race get considerably smaller? Really though, it's a little messed up using a lion because a dog you can use, but nobody fucks with a lion. <laughs> what the fuck? You could dog you can use. Why would you get forty-two midgets to fight a dog, man? That'd be too easy. Thus, the BBC does not lie. Yeah, it was actually on the BBC. What thread title is amazing? If it's real, it sucks that they lost. <laughs> Watching forty-two Cambodian midgets taking down a lion would be so badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no cameras allowed, mate. <laughs> Fucking, oh, is that the CMFL? CMFL, like, what's gonna happen to the CMFL now? Like, there's twenty eight of them are dead. <laughs> they had an event booked for next week. The CMFL, like, oh, we're gonna have to, <laughs> we're gonna have to cancel. When I saw the thread title, I was all ha ha. Then once I read your post. The post, your I was like, holy shit! It's terrible yet hilarious at the same time. I think it's a little more funny than bad, though. <laughs> well, the lion's still alive, but it's like these people don't care about the Cambodian Midget Fight League. Um, I just thought of something. After Peter had compared the Manitoba bus incident to eating a cow, I bet they're going to say something along the lines of, well, this is what it feels like to be eaten. I'm convinced you don't laugh. Only at broken dreams. It's not weird. 
<laughs> what the fuck, Cambodia? Fucking love Cambodia, right? Imagine that if you're like holidaying in Cambodia. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. What? We watched 42 midgets from the CMFL, the Cambodian Midget Fight League, take on a lion. <laughs> you're fucking joking. Nah. We were fucking high, mate. We were so fucking high. Did <laughs> you know that was your kids or your... Um, what happened? Well, you've heard about the the thing that happened with the lion. What? The uh, the entire Cambodian midget fight leg has been mutilated by a lion. <laughs> uh, some people complaining that you're not allowed to have cameras. <laughs> oh shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, so then, um, yeah, it was fucking awesome Friday night with the Wilkinson. Um, Saturday, I went to the gym and check him over, check that I'm being seen, and um, went to watch this movie called The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. And this movie is fucking crack up. If you have not seen it, then um, definitely go check it out. It's on. It's it's got the full movie up on YouTube. So um, this is storyline from IMDb: shootouts, robberies, gas huffing, drug dealing, pill popping, murders, and tap dancing. What do these all have in common? These are just a few of the parts of being a member of the wild and wonderful White family. The legendary family is as known for their wild, excessive criminal ways as they are for their famous mountain dancing members including Jesco White, the star of the cult classic documentary Dancing, Out Dancing Outlaw. I, I've got to, <laughs> I didn't know he had the documentary. I've got to watch that. That'll be fucking hilarious. There's its tap dancer. So that's like the main dad, like, or like the granddad and stuff who's a tap dancer, and they all came from that. Um, exploring both the comic and shape sides of life on the other side of the law, the stylish, fast-paced, Family portrait exposes the powerful forces of corruption, poverty in West Virginia's environmentally and culturally devastating coal mining culture that shaped the white family, a dying breed of outlaws, preserving a dying form of dance. <laughs> yeah, tap dancing. They're, they come from like a tap dancing family. And um, there's 39 user reviews on IMDb. Let's see if they've got a fine one. <laughs> Eight out of ten. This documentary is like a train wreck. It's awful, it's ugly, but you can't stop watching. It really is mesmerizing. I've never seen anything like it. And it's sad that it's apparently true and the people in the film are so happy, proud and open about their completely sick and crazy lives. <laughs> oh shit. The movie follows the white family in West Virginia, an extended family that is about as trashy and worthless as any in the world, and a wonderful argument for retroactive euthanasia. I know that's horrible to say that, but watching 
intergenerational family on their best behavior on camera is like the very very worst families on the Jerry Springer show on crack uh, yeah so yeah for like the old ladies party like the grandma she was like 70 or 80 and they all they all get the meth pipe out and do it in my fucking living room It's, it was done by, is it, no, it's Dick House, isn't it? That's the, the, the um, Johnny Knoxville, that's the people that, uh, that did it, but yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play this clip. This is actually from the movie. Um, so one of the chicks from the movie who's supposed to be the hot one. Um, <laughs> uh, you got to watch the movie to find out what the hot one is. Um, so she was just at the hospital and she was having a baby and then they're like having lines of meth and they're like, future Miss America right there. Like, that's what they said about the baby. <laughs> like, future Miss America. All right. And, and then they, um, the hospital won't give them the baby because of, the, because of all the drug taking and all that shit. So then they go to, like, this fast food restaurant. And this is the clip from the fast food restaurant. Steak and cheese to eat only with cheese and steak only. We don't have to eat it. You don't have fiestas? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Why is it on your side if you don't have it? Are you talking about gorditas? Y'all have mozzarella cheese sticks? No. no. Give me two tacos, one soft shell, one hard, please. Could you repeat that order back to me? Yes, I got the hurt. Uh, steak gordita with just steak and cheese. 
And they, they, they just drive up when they're reporting it. They see someone inside the... They're talking to the people having dinner inside the restaurant now, from their car. So they were waving and yelling that shit out to people that were inside the like it was a takeaway like a taco bell or some kind of thing having their dinner. If you love to chat, chat free on the Hot Gossip Live chat line. Girls call Wellington 499-3248. Guys call Wellington 499-3247. Find new friends, make a date. Hot Gossip chat line. It's fun and free for a limited time. Call now. Yeah, so I had a really good uh, week last week. Did a gig on Wednesday at the Haven and um, Beach Haven, which is quite a cool bar. But what was cool about it as well was like they got craft beer on tap. Well, not I'm not a massive like craft beer, craft beer, but like Tuatara I quite liked. And they got Tuatara and then you got free beers if you're with the comedians, like two free beers, which was cool. And I saw a couple of guys I haven't seen before. There's this dude, Jeff Rissell, puts it on. Um, and he he's the guy that came up with the shit towns of New Zealand. He wrote the book in the shit towns of Australia. He wrote the book. So that was pretty cool to meet that guy. Um, two of my mates, uh, comedy mates, are doing a show this week. Steve Lyons and Josiah Day. I'll just get... The, the details for that because they're fucking good cunts so go check that one out it is coming from the 17th to to the 20th oh fuck I can't find the details but it's at the queue Q Theatre, so if you look it up, Comedy Fest, they're doing a show for the Comedy Fest, 17th to the 20th, so if you can get to one of those, definitely go there and check the boys out, it's going to be an hour, and I think they're doing half an hour each, um, but those dudes have been good to me, like, they're giving me spots and stuff, so yeah, definitely go support New Zealand Comedy, it's um, Comedy Fest on at the moment, just get out there and go see comedy. Um, so Friday, yeah, to had my gig, and then Friday night, um, my mate got me tickets for Wilkinson, and um, I haven't been to drum and bass for fucking years, but it was just good. It was just the two boys, just good to hang out. Went into town, got the ferry over, fucking 
few lines. Some of the best shit I've had for about 10 years. Cocaine. I was just fucking off my head. I was like walking out of the place like bar. Just flying. I thought I was going to have a seizure. Showed up to the <laughs> showed up to the gig. It was like seven thirty start. And me and him were like fuck, fuck. Is this is too long, man. Is this is too long. Because fuck, is this is too long. I'm like, where's everyone? Where's everyone? And like, of course, it's still fucking on. They got people opening the fucking thing opening up. We're in the fucking stadium. Yeah, uh, it was hilarious. But it was so fucking good. Um, I think I said I love you, bro, about twenty times that night. I'll play a couple of tunes from the gig because just to hear how you, you don't know how good it is until you actually were there. And that DJ that DJ was fucking good he was only he he was hyping the crowd up but he wasn't like you know you go to some drummer bass and like the DJ just stays on for the the MC sorry not the DJ the MC stays on the mic the whole time like he won't that MC what well, he, he was basically that's the only time during that song that the MC was on and then because sometimes you, you go see an awesome drum and bass DJ and the fucking MC is just ricking it because he's just shouting over the whole all the music the whole time but yeah it was fucking mad it was just oh, I had a great dance I was sweating up a fucking storm um doing the peacock and everything I was just loving it man <laughs> yeah that was that's few of my and then they had this New Zealand guy open who was really good as well. I'll try and find um It's just a really good night. It, it, most of the people we met uh, were like really good cunts. There's a couple of wounders at the start, but then everyone else after that was um, awesome. <laughs> this one. Yeah, so. Yeah, we got stuck with this fucking wounder, my mate. Um, because we went outside because he vapes and shit. I don't. So um, we went outside and we was chatting to the students. He's like, oh, what do you get into, man? And you get into get into uh, music? He's like, no, nah, I don't get into music. Well, you're at a concert, number one. Um, oh, you get into TV? No, nah, I don't watch TV, mate. don't have a TV. Um, you get into cars? Uh, not really, man. Uh, do you get into... What do you get into? Like, <laughs> trying to have a... Do hunting? Oh, okay, does hunting. Oh, do you do fishing, man? You ever you got Shimano? You got any Shimano stuff? I was just, I was just trying to start some banter and shit, but it's just like, yeah. Um, and then my mate got stuck in a conversation with him, and then I was just like, fuck it. I'll speak to the the nice little 
Tongan chick that was standing there that was working, I was like, Oos, are you Oos or Toka? And yeah, yeah, it was fucking not there. But then the rest of the night, everyone was cool as fuck. Like, I come up, like, oh, I fucking haven't seen you for ages, mate. You still working for Shimano? Nah, nah, I left there, mate. Nah, I moved, like, just the random, and it was, it was cool that, like, he gets what I'm trying to say, and, like, the banter. Yeah, just everyone was having a good mood, good time, and um, didn't see any fights or nothing, which was good. Some dude pushed me at the start, spilled my beer all over, like, in the mosh right at the start when we were at the front. And I was just like, fuck it, you know, like, fucking dickhead. But you could see it was fucking on purpose, but I was like, I'm not going to ruin my night by trying to start shit or I'm here with my best mate, just want to have a good night. So, yeah. Thank you for calling Kmart. If you know your selection, you may care ahead at any time. Yeah, hey mate. Hello. Yeah, hi. Um, I've just been on your website, mm-hmm. and um, there's a jute rug for forty nine bucks. Do you have the key code for me that I can check up for you? Nah, sorry. Um, it just says jute rug forty nine bucks. Uh, I need to get because on the website they should have an SQU number. It's P underscore. Oh, okay. Or to something. Well, I wasn't too sure if I'm going to buy it because I'm trying to get something for my mum's birthday. And she's already got a rug. Okay. So I was just kind of wondering what the point of this one was. Like, why are you guys selling it? Why, why are you selling it for $49? I don't know what it is, so you need to just tell me which one it is so that I can find out. Um, it's a rug. It's a rug that you guys are selling for $49. Yeah. Yeah, so what's the point of that? What's the point of what? Selling it at $49? Yeah. That must be the price of it. Yeah, but what's the point of the rug? Yeah. So put it in your lounge, you put it in your living room. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't really know if I, if I need one. Yeah. So I'm not really sure if I should buy it. Okay, so what, so what you want me to do for you? How can I help you? Um, well, I haven't had internet. Like, that's why I couldn't look it up for you. Okay. But I, I haven't had an internet for a couple of days. Okay. Um, do you know what's going on with the, with Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un? What? Like, is he still alive or? All right, that's a Hayden Brown podcast. Thank you for listening. And, um, yeah, sponsored by manscapes.com manscaped.com use the promo code hpb to get 20 percent off worldwide and free shipping hpb is the promo code cheers
You've been listening to the Haven Podcast Broad to you by Spotify. You have been listening to the Hayden Brown Podcast brought to you by Spotify. Thank you.